You say you are a Christian? Great. Cling to the word of God. Hold fast to the word of God. Don't let go of the scriptures, regardless of what a devil would whisper in your ear. Fight for the faith as devils bring thoughts to you that are contrary to the word of God. Humble yourself in the sight of God. 1 Peter 5. Bow your knee to the word of God. Paul said, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove those things that are of God. Romans 12. 1 Peter 5, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him in prayer, for he careth for you. Every time we pray, we're putting our faith in God. Verse 8, be sober. You can't daydream and sit around and let your mind wander. The devil will eat you alive if you try doing that. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour, whom resist. Resist him with the word of God, like Jesus did in Matthew 4 and Luke 4. When the devil brought his thoughts to Jesus, Jesus countered with the word of God. And eventually the devil departed from Jesus for a season. Certain he's going to come back. You're not going to have an end to troubles. You're going to have to deal with troubles in a spiritual way. Whom resist? Steadfast in the faith. In the faith, in what's real, what's true. The word of God. Knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. 2 Corinthians 10. For though we walk in the flesh, we don't war after the flesh. We don't war as the world does and go to bars and get drunk to forget our troubles. We don't war as the world does by cleaning out closets when trouble comes and trying to forget what the trouble is. We settle the trouble with taking it to God in prayer, dealing by faith in front of God fighting with the Word of God, the pure Word of God, the truth in God. That's how we deal with troubles. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Verse 5, casting down imaginations. 
the devil will send many imaginations to our mind. There are many false prophets in the form of devils who tell you this is going to happen, that's going to happen. You're going to have this happen. Take those words to God in prayer and let him establish your thoughts and hold on to your thoughts that are from God. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ the Word. You're not going to have enough money. You're not going to have enough food. Those are devils. My God will supply all your need. That's from the Bible. You have to fight. I have to fight. As long as we are on this earth, we fight the good fight of faith in the Word of God, in God, not turning loose. I had a major battle this year. I'm 85 years old. God moved me to Colorado Springs, Colorado. I live in the home of another church member who really follows God by faith and has faith in the Word of God and clings to the Word of God. September 2022, she was diagnosed with bladder cancer. Her doctor told her that she would be dead in one year, perhaps two, if she didn't have treatment that doctor prescribed, chemotherapy followed by surgery to remove her bladder. I mean, this is an awful prospect. And if she dies, then what? I took it up with that. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. God put me here to live in Colorado Springs. Is he going to allow this to be taken away from me? Absolutely not. I clung to that. I would talk to God about that. I would say, there's no variableness of turning with you. You're not going to put me here and then have Pam die of cancer. That's ridiculous. That's not going to happen. Because it's opposite to what the Bible says about God. Turned out she didn't have surgery to remove the bladder. She read a statement saying chemotherapy with radiation may be as effective as the removal of the bladder. And she'd been praying for another way to approach this problem other than having her bladder surgically removed. And she said to God, this may be the way to go. And she prayed, if I'm wrong, let me know. Well, she wasn't wrong. And that's the way she went with the cancer. She started that radiation treatment with chemotherapy 
in mid-December 2022. And it went on through mid-January 2023. She had to go in in April to have tests to see the status of the cancer. God gave her a dream showing her professional people who were looking at two garbage bags full of garbage, trying to find disease, and there was no disease in either bag. And she went for that follow-up in April of 2023. The doctor had prepared her for further surgery, saying, now, if it shows any cancer, we can probably do another operation and it'll be much less severe. The doctor examined her, and he said, This is great! Three times. Everywhere he examined, he said, This is great! This is great! Three times. There is no sound of cancer. It's gone. Cling to the Word of God. What have you been shown by God? That's what's really going to happen. The devil will tell you all kinds of things. And if you allow him to do so, and you believe what he says, and he's not going to announce himself. He's not going to say to you, Hey, I'm the devil. It's just going to be a thought that drifts through your mind. And that's why it says in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, Casting down imagination and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. God has told us in Genesis chapter 6, He will never destroy the earth again with water. He will never have a rain come the way He did with Noah, where the whole earth is destroyed by rain. Now, he will destroy the world with fire. We see that in 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 3. You have to cling to the truth. He says, as long as the earth remains, there be summer and winter, seed time and harvest, heat and cold. That's Genesis chapter 8, I believe. Find that scripture. Cling to that scripture. When people tell you, this climate change stuff that they're talking today in the world, that that's causing this severe climate change? Weather's from God. Psalm 148, I believe it's verse 8. Snow and wind fulfilling his word. Stormy winds. Know your Bible. Know what God says, for that's real. All these theories on television, all these theories that people present to you, back it up with scripture. Bodily exercise profiteth little. That's a scripture. Bodily exercise profiteth little. First Timothy 4, 8. You see all these people doing all these gymnastics and stuff to preserve their life? Life is in godliness. Life is in the hand of God. 
1 Timothy 4, 8, For bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having the promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. Starting in 2012, I had some accidents where I fell and broke one hip twice. I had to take physical therapy because they forced me to take physical therapy. I was pleasant with the therapist, but I didn't believe my life depended on physical therapy, not for one second. They are very good at teaching you how to use the cane or a walker or maybe even techniques to go up and down stairs. The last therapist I had That was in 2020 in Colorado Springs. She said to me, I used to think I was a pretty good therapist, but I've watched over the years and found that people either just die or get well. That is correct. And if you belong to God, you really don't care. You really don't. The last time I was in a hospital was in Texas in 2018 after I had fallen at my house. I didn't know if I was going to live or die. Wait and see. I had physical therapy at that hospital. I didn't really believe it was going to do me much good. They can definitely teach you which side of the body the cane is going on and maybe how to climb a few steps and certainly how to use a walker. And that's valuable. But my life depends on what God wants. He will do as he wills with me. Now that's what most people can't stand. They want to be in control themselves. When I got ready to check out of one of the hospitals, the physical therapist came to me and said, Joan, you're being dismissed tomorrow and I want to talk to you. Now, the mistake most people make when they go home, they overdo exercise. And they end up back in the hospital. Then he looked at me and laughed and he said, I don't think I need to tell you this. It profiteth little. Little. That's what the Bible says. Don't put your hope in all this and don't think they're going to make you like you were when you were 20 or something like that. That's not what it's about. If you're 70, that's ridiculous. Bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness is profitable. Unto all things, having promise of the life that now is, and of that which is to come. My dad was one of the finest men you'll ever see. People were always coming to him and saying, Earl, you'd be such a great Christian if only you'd come to church, which he wouldn't. At some point along the way, he had a stroke. And he became pretty much helpless. And during that time, something happened to him. I don't know exactly what, but I'm convinced he was born again. 
I lived in Dallas, and they lived in New Mexico at the time, USA. And he wrote me a letter and said, come and visit us and we'll go to church. Now you tell me, was that a Christian? I mean, of course it was. Christians want to go to church. But we can't go to churches of the apostasy where they cast out scripture. Then we'll be a part of the apostasy. It's not worth that. It's not worth your salvation to be able to go to church. A woman was pleading with God for her husband, how good he was. That's salvation through works, not the blood of Christ. God told me to send her Revelation 5, which I did. And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much because no man was found worthy. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. I said to her, Didn't you have a dream your husband was reading the Bible? She said, Yes. That's how you plead with God. By that dream. You told me through that dream he was reading the Bible. It's the worthiness of Jesus. No man would be saved if we had to be judged by our own works. Now, we will be judged by our own works for the sake of rewards in heaven. Some will lose all their rewards because of the things they did. That is Second John verses 8 through 14. Believing the word of God. Clinging to the word of God. That's the important thing. And we have to do it to the end. To the end of our life on this earth. As long as we live on this earth, we have to cling to our faith in God, to faith in scriptures. We don't live like the world lives. We live another way. We are like strangers passing through this country. If you are a born-again Christian, that is your life. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.